welcome to another episode of Whips Whatever Happened To, where we try to blow your mind. We save you the Google search and try to get you up to speed and up to date on a star or a semi-star that you used to totally love until you totally forgot about them. So for this one, we are going to remember what we were doing back in the year 2014. And to get your mind back to that place, we're going to do a little history lesson or more accurately, a look way back into your Facebook videos because 2014 was the year that people all over the world, including you, I know you did, did something called the Ice Bucket Challenge, which was one of the first and most successful social media challenges in the summer of 14. All you would do is stand there while somebody poured a bucket of icy water over your head. Celebrities, politicians, presidents, millions and millions of people, including you, I know it, participated in that. It raised an incredible $220 million for ALS research. 2014 was also the year of a tragic and shocking celebrity story as legendary comedian and actor Robin Williams took his own life at his home in California. He was 63. 2014 was also the year that we saw one of the strangest, most memorable, and most tragic stories of our lifetime, the disappearance of Malaysia Airlines Flight 370, which took off on March 8th from Kuala Lumpur on its way to Beijing, never to be seen again. While that may have been the world's biggest news story of the year, we're going to rewind a little bit further now to January of 2014 and what's often called music's biggest night, which is getting less true every year, but that's a digression. We can do another episode about that. Whatever happened to the Grammy Awards, right? Anyway, but back then, the Grammys still in their hugeness, and Daft Punk made a lot of headlines by winning Album of the Year and Record of the Year. If you remember, the song Get Lucky was at the center of all that. So another artist who made all kinds of news was the duo of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis named Best New Artist that night, winning over the likes of Ed Sheeran, James Blake, Kendrick Lamar, and Casey Musgraves. That was one of their seven Grammys. Grammy nominations, including four wins for the pair of Macklemore and Lewis. They also took home the trophies for Best Rap Song, Best Rap Album, and Best Rap Performance for the song Thrift Shop. They also had the night's headlining performance doing the song Same Love, which was a performance which made international headlines for its social implications, but more on that in a second. First, let's backtrack a little bit and answer a question that lots of people might have been asking before that Grammy show. Who are Macklemore and Ryan Lewis? Macklemore's real name is Ben Haggerty. He grew up in the Seattle area, is a big fan of hip-hop music, especially the stuff, according to him in a YouTube interview, that had parental advisory stickers slapped on it for bad language. He says he would always seek that music out as a kid, started writing his own lyrics at the age of 15, started a hip-hop group called Elevated Elements with some of his classmates when he was in high school. They released an album called Progress, and that's also when he came up with his stage name, Professor Macklemore. Now, since Haggerty is such a huge Seattle sports fan, there have been rumors that he took the name Macklemore from an old Seattle Mariners baseball player from that era, Mark Macklemore. But Macklemore, the rapper, swears he did not do that, or as he puts it, at least not consciously. Of course, it is possible he was just trying to protect himself in case any of Mark Macklemore's lawyers might decide to look into that situation <laughs> and see dollar signs or anything like that. But only Macklemore, the rapper, knows 
for sure. I will say uh, that being the baseball fan that I am, I always chose to believe the Mark McLemore rumor because it's fun. Anyway, long story short here, while he was working as both a photographer and a solo rap artist, McLemore met Ryan Lewis, apparently through MySpace, another thing which I'm not really sure of, but it's out there on the internet and I want to believe it. They may have also met at a photo shoot, depending on what you read. But anyway, Lewis was a musician, DJ, producer, graphic artist, and rapper in his own right. And for a while, he helped Mac out with his photography career. But in 2009, the pair officially became a music duo and they collaborated on an EP called The Verses with Lewis serving as producer and engineer. Macklemore and Lewis toured. They found their way onto the bills of some major festivals, including Lollapalooza, as well as a performance before the Seattle Mariners opening day game in 2011 in front of almost 50,000 fans. Now, along the way over the next two years, they would put out a series of singles which would make them for a while megastars. The first single, Wings, didn't really make much of a dent here in the States, although the cover art did feature Macklemore in a Bulls jersey doing his impression of a famous old Michael Jordan poster with the wingspan, the arms spread out, again with the sports theme. The other singles were the ones that made Macklemore and Lewis familiar names in households all over the world. The first big hit was the song Thrift Shop. We said, I'm going to pop some tags. You remember this? Now that song ended up going number one in the U.S., the U.K., Ireland, Canada, France, Denmark, the Netherlands, Australia, and New Zealand. Now, Macklemore said he wrote that to celebrate the idea that you did not have to spend tons of money on clothes in order to look good, and he contrasted that with the conspicuous consumption that is often glorified in hip-hop music. And yeah, I grabbed that phrase, conspicuous consumption, from, I think, my home economics class back at Lake Park High School. Anyway, I'm digressing on that again. After that song happened, people started to take a new look at one of the songs that Macklemore had actually released a few months before. Four, thrift Shop, talking about a song which became an anthem and is a sports arena favorite to this day, Can't Hold Us, as in The Ceiling Can't Hold Us, or as fans of the Eric in the Morning Show may remember it, The Ceiling Can Holders song. Ah, the memories. Anyway, that song was a ridiculously huge hit, too, going to number one in the U.S. and Australia, hitting the top four in all those same countries that I mentioned before. Now, Can't Hold Us reached the top in the States on May 17, 2013, a few weeks after they performed it on Saturday Night Live. And just in time to turn it into the unofficial song of summer. With those two tracks hitting the top of the Billboard Hot 100, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis became the first duo ever to hit number one in the States with their first two charted songs. That's right. Not even Hall & Oates. I don't know who else you can name. Did that. And forgetting about duos, only four artists, period, had ever done that before those guys. Mariah Carey, Christina Aguilera, Lady Gaga, and Bruno Mars. That is Heady Company. So the other huge hit from what ended up being the Grammy-winning full-length album, The Heist, which was produced, recorded, and released independently, by the way, was the collaboration with Mary Lambert called Same Love, which was written about and during the campaign to legalize same-sex marriage. Now, Same Love was nominated for Song of the Year. It did not win, but it was at the center of the story of the night of the 2014 Grammys. Macklemore and Lewis and Lambert performed that song on the show, along with Madonna, who found her way in there, while Queen Latifah officiated the mass weddings of 33 couples, including same-sex couples, live on stage and in front of millions and millions of viewers worldwide. As witnesses, it is my distinct honor to now ask our participants to exchange rings to signal their commitment to one another. And 
into a life shared together with the music of love. Will you please exchange rings? Do you each declare that you take each other as spouses? By the power vested in me by the state of California, I now pronounce you a married It was truly a television first, and as we mentioned earlier, it received international attention. Meanwhile, on what had to be the biggest night of McLemore's career, there was some controversy about the pair's victories, especially in the category of best rap album. So some fans on the Internet and elsewhere apparently thought that that should have gone to Kendrick Lamar, and they expressed that online. And apparently those people included McLemore himself. He sent Lamar a text that said that Kendrick was robbed and that he should have won. And just so everyone knew how he felt, McLemore screenshotted the text that he sent to Kendrick Lamar and posted posted it on Instagram. Anyway, in 2015, McLemore and Lewis followed up all that success, which is always difficult, with a single called Downtown, which featured a few other artists, including classic rappers like Melly Mel and Cool Modi, along with a collaboration with Ed Sheeran called Growing Up, Sloan's song, both of which would end up on the duo's second full-length album, This Unruly Mess I've Made. Now, Downtown did okay, and the album did okay, but for the most part, McLemore's new music just kind of came and went without having too much of an impact, at least not compared to the stuff we were just talking about. So then in 2017, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis announced that they were splitting as a creative partnership, but they were still brothers forever. That's a quote in the figurative sense, I guess, and still best of friends. The split was also called a hiatus. We all know in the music business that word can have two different meanings. In his announcement, McLemore said he had built a studio in his basement and he was getting back to the basics so that he could balance his art, his recovery, and his role as a dad to his two kids, Sloan and Trisha. So he put out his first album without Lewis in late 2017. That was called Gemini. It did feature a hit single that you probably know called Good Old Days. That's a sentimental tear-jerking collaboration with Kesha, which was also featured in a sentimental tear-jerking health insurance commercial a few years ago, and it was actually perfect. Speaking of Kesha, you may also know her song Praying, which came out in 2017. Did you know, coming full circle, that the producer and co-writer of that song was Ryan Lewis? It's true. That was among the first projects of his post-McLemore career. Now, back to McLemore. We've told you several times about his obsession with sports. If you check the news on him lately, you will find that he has become flat-out obsessed with playing golf. And obsessed is not my word. That is his word, as recently told to the Seattle Times. McLemore says he wants to play golf every single day ever since he went out for 18 holes in Hawaii back in 2018 with his friend and his now manager, Ben Secord, who has been his friend since childhood, by the way. McLemore says he started out awful, but has since become pretty good. His swing coach even credits some of the body awareness that you have to have on stage performing with allowing Mac to perfect his swing. And McLemore is also turning his love for golf into a side hustle. He's got a brand new golf-themed clothing line called Bogey Boys. I'm not even kidding. You're thinking I'm making this up. I am not making this up. You can check it out. It's got windbreakers on his site, hats, visors, cardigans, polos, and of course, even some of those oh-so-dorky but oh-so-cool-at-the-same-time checkered golf pants. How could you not? So if you're trying to find Macklemore now, maybe while remembering his old songs on the radio, he is apparently trying to sink a six-foot putt somewhere in the Seattle area while trying to figure out the best way to get you to buy some weird pants. 
pants. And that is another episode of Whips Whatever Happened To. Hey, do me a huge favor. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. If you have any suggestions, please let me know. We aim to please. And we will see you next time on Whips Whatever Happened To podcast. Peloton, let's go. This holiday... With the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.